Hello and welcome to episode 85, Ochenta y Cinco, of the Heart of Markness Led Zeppelin Podcast. Hello. This is part two of the Vancouver 75 show, uh, March 19th. I gave all the background and whittle-waddle last week, so I'm not really going to do much setup on this. I was going to play uh, Dazed and Confused, because it's, 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 it's the epitome of tight but loose. It is very loose and uh, almost trippy in places. But it's like 40 minutes long, almost 40 minutes long, and that kind of doesn't make much of a podcast. I mean, I've done it before, and I'll do it again, but it would just be my like, hey, it's Mark, here's Dave to Confused, and then 40 minutes later, hey, it's Mark, Patreon, Twitter, Twitter, Patreon, Patreon, Facebook, Facebook, here's where you thank you, bye. Um, I didn't feel like it. You can download this show at heartofmarkness.com and listen to it yourself. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I, I, I didn't want to just drop, um, you know, enough content to fill an hour-long TV show, minus the commercials, um, this week. So what I've done is I still, and also there's, there's another part of it, which is in listening to the show, I, uh, I really enjoy the songs I'm going to play for you tonight. I really enjoy the songs I'm going to play for you tonight, and I wanted to play them for you tonight. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, do I even need to babble? I don't even think I need to babble. You know everything from last week. Led Zeppelin, 1975. After the L.A. run, they came up to, uh, oh, no, this is prior to the L.A. run, isn't it? 19th. Yes, it is. Um, I prefer, and lots of folks prefer, the Pacific Northwest chunk of the 75 tour over L.A. for 75. Um, and it and it's splitting hairs. The 75 shows aren't terrible in any means. It's not. There's not such a uh, disparity between from night to night as there is with the 77 tour. Which is, oh, April 27th in Cleveland. Ugh. April 28th in Cleveland. Yay! And, you know, when you listen to it enough, you just fall in love with it all. And you can see that on the um, on the Discord that I'm on with people just dropping in. And, and a lot of folks like to go back and revisit deadly shows that are just objectively awful. And there's only a handful from the band that are objectively like either someone's really sick or someone's really fucked up or someone's really just a disaster. And people will still uh, find a turd to polish in that. And and they're right. Um, It's Led Zeppelin. (laughs) They were very rarely terrible. And almost always awesome. So, yeah, I'm just trying to fill space here. And there's no reason to, y'all, right? So I'm going to jump in. Here we have March 19th, 1975 in Vancouver, British Columbia, not Vancouver, Washington. And it is a great show. It is a fun show. It is a raunchy show. Robert is in rare form. Um, I don't think I have any of rare form Robert in this tonight. 
But, I mean, vocally, when in his between-song banter, he's a little uh, more risque than usual. He definitely, definitely dialed things back. Well, no, he didn't. What am I going to say? I was going to say he definitely dialed things back after his accident in 75. Um, I believe he did. I think he dialed it back a touch. And then, of course, after in 77, after, after the tragedy that he endured, um, he dialed it back all the way and became, you know, straight-laced and normal and then saw the clarity of the dysfunction the rest of the band were in and how deep and how bad and how uh, permeated with rot the band had become. It was sad. But we're not talking sad. We're talking happy. 1975, Led Zeppelin. And this is the last, I mean, I don't, it's not that I don't care for the 77 tour. I mean, you've gone on this journey with me, hopefully, unless it's your first time. Um, In which case, welcome. But 77, they were a different band. They had taken a couple years off because Robert had the aforementioned accident where he was fucked up in the wheelchair and rehabbing and et cetera, et cetera. During that time, Jimmy and Bonzo got worse and worse and worse into the party and drugs and rock star bullshit. And the rest of the band and the people in and around the band, Peter Grant, Richard Cole, everybody, their handlers, their managers, their techs, their roadies, everybody, and everybody in that lifestyle. I mean, it's not like 70 after 1975 rock was fantastic all the time. Uh, lots of folks peaked in 75. You know, Pink Floyd with Wish You Were Here. Animals is great, but it's not a happy band. And The Wall was, is again, great album, but not a great Pink Floyd album. When you think of Pink Floyd, you think of, you know, Pink Floyd. That's more a Roger Waters thing. Again, splitting hairs. Ah, shit, and wasting time. Six minutes. I'm trying not to waste time. Although it is what I said I didn't want to do with Dazed and Confused. I don't know. I'm a man of contradictions. I just got home from work. And um, I feel like I'm coming down with something. Not COVID. But just like uh, my ass is dragging. I'm super grumpy. I mean, you can't hear it because I'm being professional. But uh, usually when I'm getting sick, I get super grumpy. which is Which is not... My personality, I'm typically an easygoing, even nice fellow. But uh, starting last night, I was just like, go fuck yourself to everything and everybody, which is not my thing. And then today I woke up with like a little bit of a sore throat and a little bit of a feeling and uh, the kind of feeling that says, Mark, go to bed right now. But I can't. I got to do this. But it's not COVID. I don't even know if it's a cold. I'm not stuffed up. I don't feel... Who knows? It's a thing. It's a thing. I um, signed up and was approved for uh, the first round of testing the COVID vaccine here in Portland at OHSU. And um, I thought of myself as a bit of a good citizen in doing so and helping advance science. And But everybody I've told has been like, yikes, really? What are you doing that for? Like, well, because society's shut down, the economy's crumbling worldwide, people are losing their fucking minds and their fucking jobs, businesses are closing down all over, small businesses, not the giant fuckheads like Walmart, that'll be around forever, 
But I mean, the mom and pop shops and things like that. So we got to get a handle on this. And if me being one of the 8 trillion people who are going to get poked in the arm and say, are you blind? No. Can you see? Yes. Can you hear? Yes. Are you dying? Nope. Okay. It works. I'll, um, I'll feel good that I will have done my little part. And if something crazy does happen and I keel over dead, it's a much better story for my kids. How'd your dad die? Well, he was a volunteer to test the COVID vaccine. He wanted to help, you know, humanity in a tiny little way, which is much better than, oh, he had a heart attack because he had a fucking cheesesteak, even though he's fat and old. Alrighty. Again, nothing to do with Led Zeppelin, everything to do with me. It's always about me. All right, friendos. I am going to play for you the delicious and delightful Trampled Underfoot. And in this song, if you're not that enamored with what Mr. James Patrick Page is playing, I uh, implore you to listen to Bonzo and Jonesy. That's what I do. I just shift wherever the focus is. And Trampled Underfoot is a Bonzo and Jonesy tune. Jimmy's stuff is fine. And when he pulls your attention to listen, listen. But by and large, this is listening to Jonesy and Bonham and that driving, driving, literally driving, song about driving, rhythm. Trampled Underfoot, March 19th, 1975, Heart of Markness. Hallelujah. I'll see you in about 10 minutes. All right. Bye-bye. This is called Trampled Underfoot.
Scores a nice little thing for his neck. All I get is a pencil. Perhaps it's because it's lead. Hey! <laughs> All right, you lucky guys and gals. Ladies and gentlemen, a very serious part of the night has now arrived. Or I nip off to the dressing room to get a blowjob. <laughs> How coarse these English people can be. As England sinks into the British Channel, here we are in North America. Right, Vancouver, we give you an experience you will never forget. More stunning than lysergic acid disulfide tartrate. A man over there has just had diarrhea. See? Robert's coarse crude even i think it's uh the golden god hubris and maybe a little bit of cocaine cocaine certainly doesn't uh help reduce one's ego anyways what they're going into is obviously moby dick 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 which we won't play because 
it is 40 minutes of it's it's usually excellent but no i'm i mean drum solos that's that's a that's a bit of a stretch right bordering on a human rights violation no matter how good the drummer it's still drums in it anywho anyway any way i choose i can do anything um i love the live trampled underfoot i never used to but it's expanded my horizons this this podcast of mine of ours for if someone records a podcast and no one hears it is it a podcast no this isn't a philosophy podcast Although I do listen to a couple when I'm at work. I have a, an eclectic mix of things I listen to at work. I listen to the Bill Burr podcast and Joe Rogan when he has people that interest me and not like I shoot deer with arrows, which is still cool, but it's not my cup of tea, man. Listen to the Lex Friedman podcast, which is dry. Lex is an MIT uh scientist dude who (laughs) is almost completely without affect but he's a brilliant speaker and he talks to people and it's great dialogue really high level stuff and uh why do you care what i listen to i don't know maybe you don't but it's what i listen to also the dan carlin hardcore history podcast if you guys don't listen to any of these podcasts check them out It's quite the mix. Bill Burr is literally just take my pot. Well, first of all, make me truly funny and successful and a successful comedian, but essentially the same root source. We're both men. We're both both the same age. We're both from the Boston area and from the same time. And all he does is just babble. He has an outline sometimes, but he just rants for half an hour. And it's usually hilarious stuff. And he'll talk about his lady. And it's great. So if you don't listen to Bill Burr, you should. Especially since demographically, you are a male between the ages of 45 and 65. And you'll dig it. Dan Carlin, Hardcore History. Absolutely a must hear. The best podcast I've ever heard. Hands down. Um, really in-depth, but he'll suck you in. I mean, I, I have never listened to, like, 12 hours about um, the history of the Mongols and, and Genghis Khan. I didn't even know it was pronounced Genghis Khan until I listened to that. But I have listened to that series on just... I think it's called The Wrath of Khan. Cute. Um, probably 15 times. His World War One series, uh, Countdown to Armageddon, it's another like uh, six-part series with five-hour episodes. Unbelievably good. So, I mean, I'm also I'm also promoting the most popular podcasts. Have you heard of this guy Joe Rogan? Have you heard of this guy Dan Carlin? It's like me saying, "Hey, you guys got to try out this place called McDonald's." Holy shit. You just drive up, tell them what you want, drive to the next window, they give it to you, you eat it, the french fries are incredible, and the burgers, 
are actually pretty yummy in a junk food way in that they're delicious. And then it gives you about 15 minutes before you hate yourself. So I'll just shut up because uh, I'm, I'm not bringing anything rare to the mix podcast wise. It's like saying, hey, have you guys ever watched Seinfeld? This show, Friends, I hear it's good. There's a cartoon called The Simpsons I hear is funny. So, man, sorry guys, not feeling it tonight. It's it's false levity, although I do love you and I love speaking with you. Because as soon as this podcast is over, this old man is going to have a bowl of chicken noodle soup and then climb into bed for whew, close to 12 hours, if I can. And because I don't want to, I'm not sick, like I can't go to work tomorrow, but I don't know. I'm just fucking, I'm tired, man. You know how it is. Well, you guys know how it is. You guys have been kind of, sort of maybe getting sick before. That's what you're doing. You're like, fuck it. Go to bed early like a responsible human. Huh. Man, oh man. All right, fellows, I have one more song to play for you, and it is a doozy. In fact, it's almost as much of a doozy as Dazed and Confusy. But it isn't. It's no quarter, and I enjoy this. Um, it drags a little during Jonesy's grand piano playing a bit because it goes on a touch too long and the crowd kind of gets antsy, but then the band comes in and it is just top notch. And, and, and Jonesy's playing is, is wonderful. Um, he's, I mean, he's not Rick Wakeman, but Rick Wakeman is Rick Wakeman. (laughs) He's John Paul Jones. He's, he's astonishing on a, a million different instruments and, you know, keyboards being one of them. And this is a really nice, I like the piano in no quarter better than the electric piano or the whatever they use later on down the line. I like whatever the, whatever he's playing on on this show. I enjoy sounds like a piano to me. Any hoozle Jimmy is a little, uh, a little on the sloppy side in places. It's not the most amazing Jimmy solo ever or playing ever, but it's nice. It's tight. It's top shelf. Um, a lot of 1975 to me sounds like 1973 Zeppelin if they had just stayed awake from the night before and gone on stage. And I know Jimmy had done that a lot, and a lot of rock stars were when they were all strung out and wired and crazy. Because, you know, it's got to be crazy getting off stage with that roar. And there is a feeling, a palpable energy that you get when you're on stage to get off that from that adulation at that level and just got off stage. I mean, of course you're not going to just sit in your hotel room and, you know, jerk off and watch TV. You're going to party. Cause it's like, yeah, 20,000 people fucking worship me, man. I go out on stage and they lose their shit. Everything I do is great. I am the shit. So you go backstage and you celebrate and you party with people who say you are the shit and uh you get a little wild and if you if one has the opportunity power corrupts right if one has the opportunity to live like caligula eventually you're going to turn into caligula eventually you're going to turn mean or dumb or ma- or just 
it, it goes it goes south which is again why the 70s started off with love peace hippy dippy man lots of lsd and weed mind and consciousness expansion which brings about this amazing music and then uh cocaine comes and then of course you got to have something to bring yourself down to ground you and you've got heroin and the quaaludes and the things like that and then those things sink their hook in you and then you're in trouble fuck even james taylor was a junkie if you if you go on youtube and watch some james taylor from the 70s when he had his creepy rapist mustache i mean the dude is just he's 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 he looks a little he looks a little sleazy and that's james taylor you know that's Come, 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 oh baby. He's he's the musical Mr. Rogers, although I guess he did wasn't always great to Carly Simon. Anywho, sorry, I'm a babbling again. Although a lot of you when you when I post this, a lot of you contact me and are like, "Stop apologizing. I like the meandering. It's part of the podcast. Shut the fuck up and just talk." I'm self conscious because I'm trying to. I'm trying to develop the focus and discipline to have a nice regimented when needed kind of very Ken Burns or Dan Carlin narrative. Like it's March 19th, 1975. Richard Nixon is hanging onto the presidency by a thread. The band is crossed over into Canada following a concert in Seattle. Prime Minister of Canada was Pierre Trudeau whose wife, Maggie Trudeau? I don't know. She banged Mick Jagger. It was a giant uh, scandal back in the 70s. Back in the 70s. Goddamn. Good times. Anywho, I'm obviously not at that level yet. I do want to be so that I can put together some real serious, cogent stuff that isn't just like, here's some cool shit, man. I like turtles. Um, something that's a little more together, but I don't know. Not tonight. All right, folks, no quarter. Good stuff. And it is fun. Listen to it. Pay attention. And again, if Jimmy isn't doing it for you, always. Always, always listen to Bonzo. There's always interesting stuff going on. He is so fucking good. He is so fucking good at everything he does. He is so good at being masterful and masterfully supporting and underpinning Jonesy and Jimmy. Like when Jonesy's playing his piano, once Bonzo comes in, the crowd shuts up. It is it is really cool. And maybe you can't hear it this much on the soundboard. Maybe it's the audience. I don't know. Anywho, no quarter, folks. March 19th, 1975, Led Zeppelin. But it's, uh, it really is an orchestra. We're going to feature Jonesy again on keyboards, which he saves him a lot of strength for later on in the evening because he has to sit down all the time now, you see. This is a song about a journey... A rather dubious journey.
And while John has a drink, we'll all prepare ourselves for it. You what, love? This is a thing called No Quarter. Oh, my God. 
Oh, I love it. I love it. I love the little at the end, Jimmy, <clears throat> just descending into just feedback, controlled feedback, just a woot, and then Bonzo's little flurry on the cymbals at the end. So good. That was awesome. That was awesome. I like it when Jimmy, Jimmy, obviously, they got to a point, at least when I hear it, he was starting to run out of ideas when he starts, you know, using the old usuals, that flurry of, you know, you know, the, the riffs he does, the, 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 the runs he does. And then he just switches pickups, changes the tone, and it's a whole new ball game. God almighty. I think that's one of the reasons that I, I'm not fond of the 77 tour is that Jimmy's tone I mean, Jimmy's use and control of his tone went downhill um, or, or changed. Let's say changed. That's less controversial. In any event, um, that was fucking rad. I hope you enjoyed this. I'll do a different show next week. Um, but I actually wasn't going to really do a two-parter for Vancouver. But as I'm listening to the show, I'm just like, this is, this is rad. Why not? Nobody's complained. Nobody's, I I haven't ever gotten a complaint from somebody going, really, dude, you're going to do, that doesn't need to be two parts. I don't know. Maybe I did, but fuck them if they did. Um, I hope you like it. This was fantastic. I don't know what I'm going to do next week yet. Um, I keep getting drawn back to 1969 because, first of all, there's a trillion shows and there's so many different stages of development that Zeppelin go through in that one year that it's always interesting to me. So I may dip back to 69, maybe, because um, there's a lot that I haven't heard. Or I may, uh, I've done 75, maybe I'll jump in and do a 77 show. There's some uh, good ones out there. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. I'm always pulled back to 73 because there are still shows that I haven't done from 73. Boston is a goddamn barn burner. Boston 73. Seattle 73. I don't think I've done that. I've done Detroit, but uh, I haven't done Seattle yet. I don't believe. It's funny. I'm at the point now, 85 episodes in, where I don't remember every one that I've done. So I have to go back and look. could always go back to the Japan 71 tour again. I never get tired of that. But I've done several shows about it already. La la la. What to do, what to do, what to do. Well, I don't have to solve that problem now, and you don't have to listen to me think. Because, uh... It's got to be a lonely job. All right. You can find me on the interwebs on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, as Heart of Markness. On Facebook, it's a Heart of Markness group. There's 100 people in there that are all wonderful, friendly, awesome, cool place to hang out, cool place to hook up if you're like, hey, does anybody know how to blank? Or can, does has, does anybody have this show? And someone will be like, yeah, hang on. And you'll you'll have it in, in no time or sometime. But after some time, you'll have it. Friendly folks is what I'm saying. Friendly folks. You like friendly folks, don't you? Good. Check it out at Crazy Mark's Heart of Markness Facebook group. 
where the prices are so low, you'll think I'm insane. <laughs> this podcast will make you think I'm insane. Um, heartofmarkness.com. That's where I have all these shows that you can download. You can go find the link to download this show. YouTube has all my, uh, almost all my podcasts now. Um, from episode nine to this one shortly, um, the early ones nine and, uh, or one through nine, um, I apparently deleted off my drive. I know I had to at one point cause my drives, I've got three drives on this laptop and they were all getting full. So I had to do a whole bunch of, uh, massacring culling, and I think, and also when I started the podcast, I was just like, eh, this is never going to be anything. Um, but I, I can download them from SoundCloud and then up them to YouTube. So that'll be something to do. Again, thinking out loud, you don't need to hear it. But if you like what you hear and like what I do, um, you are invited to become a patron at patreon.com slash heart of Markness. No surprises there. Um, few benefits you get are you get an extra podcast over a certain level, $10 a month. You get a, a podcast a month-ish um, just for you. And it typically deals with things and content that I can't really do publicly for reasons. And sometimes it's more interesting. Sometimes it's more esoteric, but it's for you if you are a patron. And if you are a patron at any level, you uh, get access to my cloud drive where I keep all the shows. Well, you said all your shows are on your on your website. What do I need to do that for? Yeah, you can absolutely scroll through and get them all. But you can also access my cloud drive, my mega drive, and get them all in one place. And also there's probably some stuff up there that I haven't used or haven't used yet. Anyway, it's a thing, a bonus. Bonus means extra if you want. So that's Patreon. And in the spirit of Patreon, one of the other benefits is, unless you tell me not to, I read your first, not getting creepy, name every podcast, unless it's a train wreck and I'm just getting wasted and just winging it, which I do sometimes. Um, And that way your name isn't attached to that in case it sucks. But I read your name because you will be one of the titans upon whose shoulders rests the heart of Markness. So we give our thanks, heartfelt thanks, and a laurel and hearty handshake to Chris, Michael, Rob from Melbourne, Australia, Wayne, Brad, Danielle, Tracy, who I talked to yesterday or texted with. It was good to talk to him. David, Peter, Mark, other David, Bonzo Billy, and of course, Mimo, Mimo, yes, you always kind of bitch about being unworthy of getting the monthly podcast because you're a $5 a month guy. You get the mega link, go in that mega link, download anything you want. My friend, you can have it and own it forever. Clutch it to your chest as you would a newborn babe. All right, everybody. I am going to have chicken noodle soup for the soul. Nope for the tummy tum-tum. And I'm going to go to bed, and hopefully I'll either feel better tomorrow, worse, or the same. So, anywho, I will be back this weekend, probably talking like Johnny Cash if I get sick. 
Hey, this is Heart of Markness. But um, with the classic rock Heart of Markness, and again, a reminder, I'm aiming for the first of the year, which means it will be the 17th of January before I do it, because you all know who I am, or it'll be mid-March, um, to split the podcasts and have a Heart of Markness Led Zeppelin podcast and a probably not Heart of Markness classic rock podcast, probably something else, where I do the uh, weekend stuff, which is other bands, usually other bands, um, usually a Mike Millard release because they're released on Saturday, but sometimes it's a wild card and it's something else I wanted to do, like Santana or Cream or something like that. But in any case, there you go. All right, folks, I'm running on fumes. No shit. Um, Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. If you like what I do, um, tell somebody, share it, review it on your podcast platform. Take a second and give me some stars, however many you think I warrant. All of it helps, but um, mainly thank you for listening and be good to yourselves and each other. And I'll talk to you soon.